Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. And happy Wednesday. Today's actually a really good Wednesday because it's nice and sunny in Chicago. And I took a really long walk this morning, like an hour long walk. And it just like has really helped with my mood. So I'm like in a really good mood recording this. I know. I'm in the same boat today. I feel like I woke up, the sun was shining, and I just feel just so happy today. And like, I just got so much done. Truly, I feel like in the wintertime, what's been game changer is working out. Like the endorphins I get from working out have been uh, life changing. Oh, I've just been letting myself go. Good. I mean, I feel like I have to start working out, but um, all all I do is walk, really. Um, I like rare. Perfect. Yeah. And I count that as like a workout um, or just getting like some fresh Mm -hmm. air. But I'm not going to lie, the last few weeks, like recording our episodes, I've kind of been like in a down mood because of, again, like I have seasonal depression. And so I think when the weather is very dark and gloomy, it really affects my mood. So I'm feeling great today. Yay. Um, I want to ask, have you watched Squid Games the Challenge, which is the like the reality TV show version of Squid Games, the TV show? No, I haven't watched it yet, but it is on my list. I've seen so many like just reactions to it and how like crazy it is. I also heard about the lawsuit. There's just like so many things going on with it. Fun fact, my dad and I actually casted for that show. And then my dad oh, dropped out. He was like, actually, I'm not doing it. Like, I don't want to be on reality TV. <laughs> um, so could you imagine if he was on reality TV? I'm like, no, protect your dad at all costs. Honestly. So I know. Well, he was on Love is Blind. Um, and we were well, like, that's different. Yeah. It's like a- but we were like, oh, it'd be so fun because a Squid Games is um, a Korean TV show. And we're like, like, that would that's be cool. so fun to, um, I don't know, because I'm Korean and I was like, you know, it's just like really fun to like be a part of something that like kind of, yeah, you know, that I could relate to just through my ethnicity. Yeah. Um, Wait, you're Korean? Yes. Did you not know that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. I was going to say, no, I was like, I really? agree. I think it would have been, <laughs> no, I was, uh, it would have been really cool to see you on that show though. I know. But... I don't think I could have made it to the end. I'm just like a few episodes in, but there's just no way. I think the whole environment like now watching mm-hmm. it, knowing that my dad and I were casting for it, like it makes me watch the show in a different way um, mm-hmm. because like I, I'm putting myself there. Like, could I have really survived that? Like being in a room with a bunch of people, like doing the different challenges. So it's very interesting. But I'm I'm glad we didn't do it um, because you're, I heard about the lawsuits too, just like the conditions. I did read some of the details how like the contestants during the red light, green light game, it was like several, several hours long and it was so cold. People got like hypothermia or something like that or Mm -hmm. or close to getting hypothermia. So um, yeah, so crazy. (laughs) You know, speaking of the red light, green light game, it was so funny because um, there's like moments where people obviously like in the real Squid Games, the TV show, the fictional TV show, Mm Um, obviously people die. And so I think on the on the reality version, they said, make your death look as like death in quotes, look as realistic as possible. And I saw some of the clips and one of the girls was just like, oh, 
it just like, falls over and I died laughing and I was like wow this is some good acting oh my god that is too funny um it's good anyways let us know if you guys yeah. want us to like recap a squid game the challenge on the podcast um I think that it would be really fun, but I'm not sure how many people actually have watched it from our little community here. So, but happy to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, I feel like it. a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do. But maybe we'll throw up a poll: Bravo and um, Squid Games. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. DM us at Out of the Pods on our Instagram page. Um, but we have a really exciting episode. We're going to talk about how you can potentially get a good edit on Love is Blind. And we have the most perfect person to talk about this little deep tea here. A choose yourself <laughs> girl <We're> moment. <laughs> no, I got ripped apart on um, our season specifically after the altar. So, you know, I'm a little bit more complicated, but I feel like this is something hard for us to talk about because we were not expecting the edits that we got. Um, So it wasn't like we went into filming, like kind of trying to plan or like being calculating to get the storylines we received. I know I always joke being like, I got ripped apart on Love is Blind, but I don't think my storyline nor edit was like, I don't think my storyline or edit was that bad. Like, I'm actually very satisfied with what I got because I was like, look, it was a little bit messy, but, you know, I, it kind of was me. And I think it was the best storyline that could have came out of such a messy situation with my fiance from the show. Yeah. And I feel like also, um, us being season two, there wasn't that many like examples of what happens on the show. Not that many storylines were out there yet. But now that we're like past season six, we're going on to season seven. I feel like a lot of people's intentions coming into the show has changed. You mean season five going to six? Whatever. I feel (laughs) like we're in like so many more. Yes, season five going into six, and then seven, eight, nine, ten is all in the way. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I feel like um, there's like more blueprints now on how to kind of like navigate the show, maybe based on what the viewers are seeing, I guess. Yeah. And talking to past contestants. So I think this is going to be a really good episode to kind of lay it out and see, like, can you? achieve a good edit is it even possible yeah and little tips mm. on how to if you go into filming authentically <laughs> yeah we Just only kidding. like the authentic people here <laughs> the rest of you goodbye um but yeah i think now looking back on everything i think we could talk about what we did to i want to say get a good edit but like really protect ourselves as like much as we could like when I say that I'm like satisfied with my storyline, I'm glad that I didn't like put all of my problems out there, like what was happening mm-hmm. in that relationship. And we kind of just, and we still, uh, this is like the immigrant, like coming from immigrant parents, like where it's coming from, like I was just made say sure like we protected our families. Exactly. I think even coming into the filming process, I already had in the back of my mind, I'm not here just for myself. I'm representing a community. I'm representing my family and actually my friends too. Like it reflects on all of us based on my behavior on the show. And it's like, obviously we're not bad people, but anything can happen. We truly, it was like truly like a 
a blind experience. Yeah. And I think too, in my head, I was like, look, I'm not going to be used for the drama, even though my storyline was a little bit dramatic. "Mm." But I remember going in and be like, yes, I know this is a reality TV show at the end of the day, but I'm not going to put everything about me out there because... I'm just here to try it out and not like give all of myself for the drama. Like I just, it's just not who I am. I was like, look, this is going to be a fun experience or maybe not so fun, but a memorable experience. But like the last thing I'm going to do is kind of like sell my soul for reality TV. No, especially talking about intimacy or sex. I was like, thank God I had a partner who was on the same like wavelength as me on that and the same thought process that we're not going to put our sexual life out on air to live out on Netflix for the rest of my life. Like, I mean, I talked about it a little bit, but I was like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Anyways, let's get right into it. We're going to go through a series of like scenarios, questions of um, if doing something gets you good at it. So first one, Does saying yes at the altar, aka getting married, get you a good edit? I actually thought it did after watching season one. Like, I remember there was a pressure. Like, I'm kind of glad that I thought that way because it made me take like the pod stages a lot more seriously. I'm like, okay, I really need to assess if like someone I could marry exists here, you know? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. just going to say yeah. yes to proposal to say yes to proposal because in my head, I was all like, it is not worth me being here and putting my life on the line and reputation on the line if I don't find someone that I could marry. No, 100%. I think uh, it, that's an interesting question because I don't think that saying yes at the altar necessarily gives you a good edit. I think it gives you more screen time because at the end of the day, love is blind is an experiment and the producers and the creator of the show wants to prove that this experiment works. And so they want to highlight people who get married and kind of like showcase their complicated story. So, I mean, even if you say yes at the altar and get married, doesn't mean the journey that it took to get you there is going to be smooth, you know? I agree. Like there could be lots of negative moments and of how you treated your partner and you could still be a shitty person based on that. You're just now have a, you know, you're a wife or a husband. (laughs) No, I I 100% agree. When I watched season Mm -hmm. one and when Lauren and Cameron and Amber and Barnett got married, I remember watching that Mm -hmm. and be like, you know, oh, like... Amber and Barnett's storyline was a little bit more complicated, but regardless, like seeing like this really great love story, love stories Mm -hmm. from that season, I was like, that's what kind of gives you that memorable edit or like a good edit where there's like happiness at the Mm -hmm. end. And then the only reason I thought that is like, think about the people who said no, like Damien and Giannina. Damien said no at the altar. Jessica and Mark. Jessica said no at the altar. And I feel like Damien and Jessica were kind of given like negative edits because of that. And Kelly and Kenny. Kelly said no. Mm -hmm. And that was a whole like, oh my God, she let him on. Like, I I can't. It was more on Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's why I was like, okay, I don't want to be in that position. And I was very nervous to say no on my wedding day because I was all like, I am going to look like a piece of shit. Like, I'm going to look like I led Shane on. Like, mm-hmm. I was nervous that yeah. that was going to be my storyline. But you're right. Like, saying yes at the altar no longer gets you good at it. It's really based no, on, like, your storyline. 
it's funny to think about it in retrospect and like look at all of the details and how everything planned out. But like I never in my mind thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a negative edit because I truly was just like, I'm a good person. I did nothing. Like there's no way I'm going to. And I di- it didn't even register that saying no could get you that negative edit. But if I got, went into Love is Blind and I was filming like say the next season, I feel like I would think about it. I'd be like, wow, like look at the trajectory of people who have said no and how it kind of ended up for them. Because ultimately, again, it comes back to the whole thing of this. They want this experimental work and they want you to be willing to say yes. Well, I actually disagree so, with you. I feel like it. your storyline changed people filming in later for the later mm-hmm. seasons. Because I think your no, storyline was the first time where someone said no, got like a really powerful storyline. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like there have been people in the seasons after us who have tried to like kind of copy like what you did, like kind of have a speech in ter- to explain why you were saying no d- and like mm-hmm. kind of make it into more of like a, I choose myself. Mm-hmm. Speaking about what you say at the altar, do you think like choosing yourself or having the choose yourself moment like you did gets you a good edit. Absolutely not. I feel like there's some people, <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but like truly I think it's really about how respectful you are to your partner, to your castmates, everything. I I think that like if obviously the situation calls for and you're like, I am no longer like I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm going to say yes. And you want to I think it's important that you articulate it properly to your partner and not put them down in the process, because, again, that's staying true to who you are, at least for me. But again, like, you know what the difference is, though, Nat? Like, I would love to get your opinion is like if you're just that's just how you do things. Do you want to like, do you change who you are as a person to say no properly, choose yourself properly? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like be who you are, I guess. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Here's my thing about does it get you a good edit? I think that it does get you a good edit. Like in your case, when it was like, it was a valid reason to choose yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you did it. As, but there's been other, there, and there's I think been you other did it valid reasons. No, 100%. Yeah. But like, here's where I don't think it could get you a good edit is if the storyline and the reasons are not there. I think for you, you mm-hmm. based on like what I remember th- through filming and talking with you and Shake, you never, you weren't like deciding to choose yourself in the beginning. Like you were very much, I remember, mm-hmm. I remember there was an instance with Shake where him, Shane and I were in the gym in our shared apartment complex where I was like, what are you going to say at the altar? And he goes, I'm not sure yet. Like 90% no, but like 10% like we'll see. Mm-hmm. Like there was still a chance. And so, and I remember asking you the same thing where you're like, I would love to get married, but I don't know if Shake is there yet. Like this was in the way beginning mm-hmm. before like, you know, things kind of the dominoes started to fall type of thing. Like when we yeah. Yeah, yeah. didn't know what he was saying um, about you and and you didn't know either. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you cannot, a contestant can't go in and be like, I'm going to say no at the altar. And you're just kind of going to make up a reason or try to make a reason happen. No, it has to be like authentic. It has to be like you are choosing yourself because someone didn't treat you right. Like you can't just like Mm -hmm. make up a scenario. Um, That's where it gets. It's not, you just can't plan that way. 
Yeah. And also it's interesting because I feel like some participants have valid reasons from their perspective to say no, but to the public, it seems like superficial or it seems like it's like a small thing, you know? And so it can be played in a way where it seems like you're uh, saying no for like very trivial reasons, but to you, it could be like a big deal, you know? So it's like, it really is so dependent on how people perceive it. And how it's edited too. Like, does it make sense based on the footage? Yeah. Like, uh, like expressions, everything like the facial expressions are huge in editing. Yeah. The two things that I'm thinking about, um, like two choose myself moments that I think about are Zanab's and Stacy's. So Zanab from season three and Stacy from season five. Zanab, mm-hmm. I remember there were people saying like, Zanab, like copy Deepti's storyline. I don't think that's true because season three was filming pretty much at the same time as us. So same like Zanab time. never saw Deepti's storyline. Never. Yeah. I know. I was getting so pissed when I got that. I was like, you guys have no idea. Like, calm down. Yeah. But I remember her like choose myself moment came off differently because we just didn't, we didn't see it. It felt like more like he would go after her. She would go after him. It was kind of like, and then she had a whole speech and we didn't know like, where is all this anger like really coming from? Like we just never. And, and I think that's the difference. Natalie, you nailed it is like, it was anger. I think for me, I, even though like, I just knew that me and Shake weren't going to be together. I think I wanted to leave it like, oh my gosh, we're going to be friends. And that was my mentality. I have no idea if I was angry in the moment or I held a lot of resentment, how it would have ended up, you know? So it's like, I think it encompasses all of the emotions that she was feeling. And that's how she like, you know, uh, expressed herself and her words. But it looked really bad on screen, even though those feelings may have been valid. I agree. And again, power of editing. I think Stacey, too. I think Stacey used the reason of like how um, Izzy wasn't ready, like specifically financially for for Mm -hmm. marriage. But I think where hers, she still ended up not getting a good edit unfortunately is like her storyline didn't really allow her to get that i choose myself moment like this isn't right for me type of thing because it was so messy because there's other things that other drama that she was a part of like you know the drama with johnny and then you know people were very critical of stacy too like being so much you know into like the finer things in life So Mm -hmm. it really comes down. You cannot control the editing. Like if you think you could kind of force a choose myself storyline, you cannot. Does watching what you say give you a good edit? I think it helps give you a good edit. I think that if you, I think this is something you and I did very well during filming. And I think it is just because it's our personalities and just kind of like, what's important to us but you and i never talked negatively about any other cast member during filming i remember we were like the few cast members who just like refused to talk negatively about other cast members specifically the other women oh absolutely i feel like you're right in the sense that like you don't if you just like kind of keep to your own relationship and concentrate on maybe like a few of the friendships 
whenever producers would try to probe at me, they like and ask me like juicy questions like about what's going on with other cast people like cast couples Mm -hmm. and things like that I'd be like I literally would be like I have no idea what is happening like don't even ask me but even if you knew right (laughs) even if I knew I just feel like no I don't know shit (laughs) but and I'm like just leave me alone how many times can I say it (laughs) I'd be like I don't know what's going on (laughs) I truly kind of didn't but um even though the small things I did I was just like what but um even when like producers would ask you like I don't know about other castmates specifically like if you're jealous of this person or if you know like them talking shit about you blah 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 it's like if you don't have the emotional intelligence to see and identify the manipulation happening in the very moment like it's so hard to survive in this and it'll make your chances of getting a good edit less a hundred percent I get a lot of questions about a specific couple from our season and I could tell mm-hmm. they were a little bit on the messier side. So I felt like they wanted me to say something more negative. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I'm not going to lie. I think in real life they were, you know, they were like going through their ups and downs. But I remember I said, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know anything that's happening with them. I think they're really happy. <laughs> I, feel like, I think they're just like really enjoying each other. They're really good. <laughs> even though they Dude, I even remember... I remember when you came to me and told me, you were like, uh, they asked me questions about you. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and we both, thank God we talked about it because we're like, that's so weird. Like, I know. I, we never had any conflict ever during filming. So I was like, where is this coming from? Um, I know. I remember that. And that I think is really important when it comes to a cast of like, talk to each other. Be like, are they, you know, are they saying this to you about me and then clear up if uh clear it up if it's not true or you know if it is true like i i for me i think what bothered me was like if i did want to say something i would always say it privately mm-hmm. to the person first i was like the first yeah. time i say something about someone it's not going to be on camera it's going to be straight to that person's face mm-hmm. like i think that yeah, was it's... like so important Um, but yeah, I think that, so I do think that like kind of keeping to yourself, watching what you say does help with your edit because they can't edit you saying something bad. But the thing is, is that editing is magic. They could have you saying it's magic. Yeah. I mean, think about in the pods, like we're filming for like really long days and you can't control everything you say. Like you might be talking to a cast member about, you know, like, maybe reacting be like oh that's fucked up and you're talking about like a broken vase i don't know the champagne yeah yeah Yeah, who knows (laughs) or like something something or like random something so random but that could be Mm -hmm. used in another scene like that sound bite so it's yeah you know what i think about sometimes i literally because we're on screen so much and they have so much footage of us i don't think people realize that there was literally like fifty thousand plus hours of footage yeah so i literally sometimes i think about it i'm like there's probably like a dt section there's probably like a natalie section and then they have like anger happiness sadness and it's all like different faces just like yeah. ready to go for each scene like it's just so funny But literally, even just like a prime example would be in After the Altar. I remember when there was drama between you and Shayna, and because I think Shayna just walked into oh my birthday party, birthday party, 
And I remember they like flipped my head backwards to go look at the drama. And I was like, that is clearly edited. You guys could have at least been more subtle about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but 100%. I remember questioning myself and be like, did I do that? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I know. So, same. Again, and then editing thing. I like watched like there's like facial expressions where I was like, I know I didn't react like that to like a certain scene, but they, I, I feel like I was reacting to something else, like something like, like not even related to the scene happened. Related. Like for example, if mm-hmm. like a, like a flower pot falls and I like look like at it really intensely <laughs> like, and it's like used, <laughs> it's used in a scene and after the altar, I was like, huh? Like what? As if yeah. I'm like looking at Shayna or like being weird. So I think what I would say is watching what you say helps with your edit, mm-hmm. but it doesn't secure you a good edit. No, no, it does not. And and it truly you can't even you can't even control your facial expressions or anything. You're human and you're just going through you know, just filming and like interacting with your castmates, there's just no way you can control your face. Like literally, unless you're a robot and you just like don't move. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you have really good Botox, it might be <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> no, ex- not really much expression. <laughs> but speaking about interacting with your other castmates, does having good relationships with other cast members on your season get you a good edit? And this is during filming. I'm saying no I to this. I think this is, oh, uh, does I? Yeah, honestly, I really think that it's a delicate balance. And truly, for me, I think keeping to myself and my own relationship because it was so fucked up that um, I'm really truly glad that I wasn't really that close to you guys during filming. Like mm-hmm. I literally did my own thing, and so when people did ask me about shit, I was like, I literally don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, I think there's some well, moments, but I was just like, eh, no, not really. Well, none of us were close. I think I was the closest with no. Ayana, but I never talked to you, Danielle, Mallory. We had like hangouts for sure, but I think we yeah. were all kind of like very, like, we want to protect ourselves a lot. So we kind of did not say a lot. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. And honestly, I wanted to be out of sight out of mind a little bit and I never thought to myself oh my gosh like my other castmates are getting questions asked about me until producers asked me about other castmates yes and then I was like oh shit yeah I was like then I started registering I was like fuck does that mean like people are talking about me too you know but yeah yeah all in all I think if you lead with good intention and truly I cared about every single one of you and I think, like, hopefully that, like, sh- shine through. Um, yeah. But, you know. Well, um, I don't think it actually helps. I think that I like the friendships we really? made from filming. Yeah, because think about one of someone from our cast who was asked a lot of questions about other cast members. And she would respond very negatively because she said she felt the pressure to respond negatively. Because I think she got a little bit selfish and she was more like, We felt like if we spoke negatively about you guys, like it would kind of protect us. She was talking about Mm -hmm. her and her partner from the show. Yes. But I was really shocked because I was like, I thought we were friends. I remember she Mm -hmm. apologized after filming was done. But I was all like, that's really shitty because what you said about me, thankfully, none of it made the show. Yeah, but the damage is done. The damage is done. I was like, why are you Mm -hmm. saying stuff about me where you know it could end up on the show and you're not even you're saying things that you say you don't mean and like you Mm -hmm. think apologizing 
to us afterward is really going to make a difference. So I remember having yeah. a lot of anxiety about like what she said about like me and other cast members um, before the show came out because I was like, what the heck? So what I'm trying to say is like, Good relationships with other cast members, I think they're important to an extent. And it's good just to be nice to everyone. Like you guys are all kind of in the same yeah. boat, just like we were very close with our cast because we're all going through the same experience. But mm-hmm. don't think that that will save you. Like if yeah, if you if you have a cast member who is not, I don't want to say smart enough, but I want to say it's more like it's emotional intelligence yeah. in the moment. I it's feel like, like they're yeah. willing to talk shit about anyone in hopes to get a better edit. Like mm-hmm. they're going to do it because I'm sorry. Yeah. Reality TV is a very selfish experience. Wholeheartedly because there's other intentions involved. Than yeah. Just falling in love. Yeah. And it sucks. No, wholeheartedly. It, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, for me, I think I like just tend to believe that people are good, but I do agree with you. Like during filming, like I said, I think it's very much a delicate balance of like, you want to be caring and kind to people and there for them because we're all going through the same experience, but also at the same time, be careful not to trust everyone and do not tell everyone about your relationship. I kept most things to myself except for like the big things. And I think that was like really positive for me because no one knew what the fuck was going on. No, <laughs> besides I me, agree. really. So yeah. <laughs> don't divulge too much information because yeah. people might say it in um, interviews. I agree. You got to like kind of keep mm-hmm. to yourself. But even then, because even, I kept to myself a lot, like I did not share, you know, any mm-hmm. issues Shane and I had. But you know, the producers were still able to find cast members to speak negatively about us just based on how they like judged like Shane and I as people being in a relationship. I remember one of the cast members said like, oh, I don't know them, but like together, it doesn't make sense to me. So I don't think they're going to work. It's like those types of things or like, oh, like she's too uptight and he's too whatever. Like people will still talk to kind of just to talk and get screen time. I mean, when I saw Nick talk negatively about me on the show I was shocked because he acted like my friend and I Mm -hmm. had no idea he was like saying that like oh like you know saying that I was like I forget what he said I think he was just like Natalie so weird or something during the bonfire scene Mm -hmm. or making it seem like I was super insecure during the bonfire scene during our season um before Shane and Shana talked on the beach and I was like what the fuck Nick like like I had a good relationship with him yeah and it's interesting also because I think uh you know that bleeds into our next thing of do you think that being friends with your producers will get you a good edit because Sometimes I feel like, again, it goes back to producers will plant a seed in the person that they're interviewing in their minds and be and like provoke a thought that you were never going to have in the first place. And it's like, I never even thought about that. Why are you bringing this up? And so it kind of like gets your mind flowing and then you end up saying things in interviews that you don't really mean, you know? So does being friends with producers get you a good edit? Fuck no. This is like an absolute no. Can I tell you why? Okay. Well, you were in a unique position where you were good friends with your producer. But I don't think you got a good edit because you were friends with your producer. No, and I have some thoughts on this. But here's why I think no. 
Shayna was very, very close with her producer. Like, mm-hmm. and she did not think that she was going to be the villain or one of the villains of our season. I hate saying villain, but you know what I mean? Like, she didn't think that she was going to get a bad edit. She was certain yeah. that her producer was going to protect her. Mm-hmm. I think she found out she was going to be the quote unquote villain of our season when she was doing pre-show interviews with you and Ayana. Like, didn't an mm-hmm. interviewer ask her, like, what's it like being the villain of your season? And she was like, what? I don't know. Like, yeah, she was the- like, huh? Yeah, I remember that. She was very close with her producer and I think confided in her producer a lot and did really trusted her producer to kind of like protect her. And I think her producer would like suggest that she did things during our season, like that beach mm-hmm. talk she had with Shane. And she yeah. did it thinking like it would actually come off good <laughs> like fine she, yeah. like she thought that it would actually like make her look better and obviously the complete opposite happened so in that mm-hmm. way i'm like look i don't think being friends and putting your trust in your producer gets you a good edit because at the end of the day a producer's role is like to make a really good tv show and so like mm-hmm. regardless of like how they feel about you personally or not they're gonna do like their job which is make interesting tv Yeah, I think, uh, okay, so there's a couple, I have a lot of thoughts on this, because one, I was really good friends with my producer, that's for fact. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they have any involvement really in your edit. Because truly, there's producers who like come who like obviously help guide and like film everything from the show but at the end of the day there's editors behind the scenes doing all of that work once a producer is done with the show they're like goodbye they move on to the next show and so it's like yes you can have a really good relationship with your producer and that can only get you so far in the sense that like oh they go back and they're like okay we're gonna give her a good storyline so let's like extract like content that's like on a more positive note from her and then like you know the trajectory of or like what they ask other castmates is like a little bit different than what they would ask me so I think that's where like the relationship with the producer can come into play a little bit and I don't know I just feel like yeah just because you're close to producers doesn't mean anything yes that means that maybe you can get a little bit more screen time but truly it is at the end of the day it's left up to the editors and and how every single storyline comes together you know I think it also depends on what they determine your storyline to be. I mean, this is just reality TV one-on-one. Certain roles on the cast are predetermined based on the first few days or few weeks of filming. They kind of get a sense of like, who's going to be like the villain? Who's going to be really messy? Who's going to be like, you know, I think for you, like this really powerful storyline, knowing that the producer saw what Shake was saying about you before any of the cast Mm -hmm. members did, like based on what he was saying in his confessional interviews. So I think that might have helped with your relationship with the producer, with your producer knowing that they're like, she's with like, you know, not a good person. So like, she's going to get a good edit type of thing. I think I think about like Shayna a lot, having us all having witnessed that of like how close she was with her producer and trusted him. And yet it kind Mm -hmm. of backfired on her. Um, And I think it all came down to also intention. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Look, there's I no agree. drama with Shayna and I now. I'm like very happy for her and we're like very cordial. But I think at the time, like, I don't know if like, sh- I don't think she got engaged to Kyle for like the right intentions, you know? No, and I think producers... Neither of them got engaged to each other. No, 100%. Yeah. That, that was really just like a fake relationship for screen time, which sucks that we kind mm-hmm. of witnessed that. But we were like, it's not our business. But I think producers saw that and they're like, hey... Like, let's just, you know, like, we know they're not going to end up together, get married, let's run with it. And like, she's willing to do anything. Like, we're going to kind of make her the villain. That's what what I really thought. So, um, but on the flip side, my producer hated me. Oh, I know. I remember. So that's why she I was think very close with Shane. She, he was very close to Shane. Shane actually thought he was going to get like the prime time edit, which he kind of did on our season. But he thought it's fine. I remember when we were dating after a wedding day, he would tell me he goes, yeah, you're so fucked. Like you're not going to get a good edit. And he would straight up tell me that Shane because he was so sure mm-hmm. that our producer was going to protect Shane. And because my producer didn't like me, like I was going to get the way negative edit between in our relationship. So I remember feeling a lot of anxiety, but I guess what I'm trying to say, like just mentioning that is going back to the question, does being friends with your producer get you a good edit? I think it can help, but it really is determined. Like the biggest factor is, does it make sense based on your storyline? Exactly. Because your producers can only do so much. But I do have to say, like your producers, all the producers on the show, they really get to know every single one of us so much. They know what we're saying. They know what we're thinking based on our journals. They know what other people are saying about us. So they have so much info on us. So they know when we're being like, we're moving with good intentions or we're being like super fake. And it's really hard to hide after a, a while. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think it necessarily can give you a bad edit, but it can play a role. Yeah, 100%. Producers do play a role. I think if yeah. you like are, I think if you are close with your producer and you're ready, like getting like your storyline is more in your favor, like it's, you know, you're let, let's say in your case, you're with someone who is just saying crazy things. I think it helps getting a good edit, like having a producer who like guides you through it and helps mm-hmm. you almost like choose yourself, like gets you to that realization and guides you and asks the right questions in your interview. So mm-hmm. you could articulate and get the footage yeah. to help with your storyline. Yeah. But again, yeah, I think I... that on the other hand, like being friends with the producers, if they, if it's already predetermined, you're going to be a villain. They're going to, that's their job. They're going to get lead content, you, content, making you giving, they're going to unfortunately have to get content to, to, um, get you that villain role and also take advantage of the trust you have in that person. In yeah, that and sometimes if the, yeah, and sometimes if the character is right, it's so easy to get that footage of someone being shitty because they just truly are a shitty person. So it's easy. Um, but yeah, truly, though, my producer was definitely like my therapist. And I felt like I was like, wow, I'm like actually working through all of my issues like with you on screen, which is wonderful to, yeah. to witness. I think you got lucky of, you know, I love your producer, too. But I also think you got very lucky in having her and also just, yeah, you know, her... And also, I think you just being a more authentic person. Like, I don't think you could ever be a villain, you know? You weren't willing to, like, put 
everything on your line just for screen time. I remember talking to you and you were like, it is what it is. Like, whatever, I'm just going to keep quiet and stick to myself. Obviously, my storyline, I think the reason why I looked so good and came off so well on the show, which I am a good person, but I came off even better because I was with somebody who was kind of on the shittier side. They were obviously the villain. (laughs) I was engaged to the villain of my season. And, you know, so that's an interesting thing. So hypothetically, do you think that getting into a relationship with somebody who is disliked or almost the villain gets you a better edit? Hypothetically. I think that, yes, it does help. If someone is like extremely negative, but the thing is, there's no way for you to determine if you're getting into a relationship with someone who is going to be one of the villains of your season. I actually, I remember someone commented or like DM'd me about this, like way when the show came out, um, it was like, I know you just chose Shane because you wanted to like get a good edit. I was like, you think I could have figured that out? What? Like, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, in those you masterminds, I was like, um, I was like, <laughs> look, I think I like, I was like, I think I have like, you know, like, g- like self, a lot of like awareness. But I was yeah, like, I'm not absolutely. that aware. I was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not that smart. <laughs> You're not that powerful. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, because here's the thing. I think the negative scenes viewers saw of Shane in the pods, like I did not see. I did not see him exactly. flirting with Shayna. I did not see him like, you know, like, I don't know, saying weird things in like the men's lounge. Like, I did not see that because in yeah, our dates, Or even Shake on the other hand, yes. just like talking negatively or like asking women dumb questions. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I think in the pod dates, everyone puts their best foot forward. So it's hard to gauge like mm-hmm. who's like who's like good or bad yeah who's unlikable or who's gonna be the villain because like you're also it's it's just you can't gauge it because there is someone from our season who got a good edit but i would say like it was much more complex in real life where there's people who did not like him and like i saw the other side i remember thinking before the show came out like i don't think he's gonna get a very good edit and he did and like it was very Mm -hmm. surprising so it's hard to gauge in real life how editing is going to go because it happens way yes, after and the fact. Exactly. And the person that you're talking about, he got a good edit because the person that he was with was the one who was being disliked or was like considered villainous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's very much like makes you look a lot better. And it's like interesting, the parallels, because I think I'm actually a good person. <laughs> so I deserve the good edit. Whereas some cases where you're with somebody that's worse than you and you get a good edit, but you're not that great of a person. You yeah. Know? So it's very interesting. And I think like a one more layer too on top of that is your producers or your castmates, um, I don't know, your friends, family, whatever, they may, when you're filming, like it can appear a certain way and like producers or editors are like, oh my gosh, like this storyline is going to be this amazing thing for this person or it's going to be this villain edit for this person. They can think all of those things, but when the show airs, how the public perceives you can be totally different. And I think that is like such a big distinction to make is that, you know, just people can see it so differently and it's all so subjective at the end of the day, you know? So it's, that's like another layer to it too. It's like, what does the good role even mean? Does a good role, like, does a good edit mean you're entertaining, you're funny, you're memorable? Does a good edit mean, oh, you came off as a good person or... 
you know, you're just like a likable character. Like, I don't know. It's like so subjective. Well, I think a good edit in my eyes is like when most of the viewers views favorably about someone like this person is likable. So that's where I think about good edit Mm -hmm. because I do think that editing is not always that subjective. Like someone is meant to look for the most part good. Like they are just a likable person. So for me, that's where I think about good edit. It's um, Mm -hmm. like a positive edit. Yeah, it's like positive. And, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't, most viewers like really like the person based on the edit that they're seeing. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, hypothetically, I think that getting into a relationship with someone who is unlikable on the show helps with your edit, right? They're not going to make two very unlikable people. Um, Maybe they they do, but like... Maybe they will. I was just going to say. But I think it helps when like, (laughs) One person is like extremely unlikable when it, if if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with them. I think though it's not a good strategy going into the pods and trying to do that, right? Especially for someone who may no. be going into Love is Blind, knowing they don't want to be married and really just going in for more screen time or clout, whatever. It just it's not a good strategy. There's just no way it's no. gonna happen. You can't you can't assess it. You can't assess if yeah. you are getting into a relationship with a villain. It's just not a thing. Yeah, there's just like There's so many different layers and possibilities of what people can say and how you act or how the editing goes. There's just literally no way to come into the situation and the show of Love is Blind and say, I'm going to get a favorable or good edit. There's just no fucking way to do it. And do you think that like you could do that on other reality TV shows? Because I think truly... If you want to like control some sort of edit or I don't know, or even come in with inauthentic intentions, don't choose Love is Blind because that's the hardest one. I feel like go on The Bachelor. Go on Too Hot to Handle. People expect it from you. <laughs> it's so bad. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just it's a marriage show. It's like it's so serious. And so I'm just like, don't pick Love is Blind if you're fake. Like, I hate that shit. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I think know. the viewership of Love is Blind, it's like the concept of the show. You think more like... I think it's like viewers, I mean, me included, we're just more judgy. It's just more of a serious show to watch oh. because like you're debating on getting married at the end of it. Um, and so I think that there's just... You know, I think viewers can be more judgmental of the contestants versus, you know, too out to handle where you already know it's kind of like a messy, wild show. Even The Bachelor mm-hmm. too, like you kind of know like everyone yeah. is a little bit younger. It's just an engagement at the end. So you're like, you know, the the serious yeah. aspect is just not there versus saying I do at the altar, trying to determine if you're going to say I do or I don't at the altar. So I guess what we're saying with you know, after answering all these questions is I think there's some things you can do. I think you can do Mm -hmm. things like watching what you say and really just like going in with the best intentions. Like don't do things for screen time. Don't use people Mm -hmm. for screen time. Don't talk negatively about your cast members unless you feel like you just want to, like you feel propelled to just, you know, stick up for yourself or you know, or stick up for someone else. But Mm -hmm. beyond that, you don't control anything. Like, no, at the end of the day, it comes down to editing and footage and 
Um, so like all you can really do is go through that process as authentically as possible because everything is out of your freaking hands. <laughs> yeah, no, I truly agree with you. And I think like not to like say that it's about me in any way, but like the only example I can think of is mine just because I've been through it. And in my in my case, like I did do that. I kept to myself mostly and I didn't give them a lot of like footage in my personal interviews and things. And if I'm being truly honest, I didn't have that much screen time on the show. The only reason I blew up so much is because I led with good intentions and I did the right thing for me at the altar. And that's really what made me a memorable character on the show. And so she said again, that in quotes that, like, for anyone listening. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think like if you try to, the more you try to control, the less yourself you're going to be. Yeah. And that's where you're going to get into hot water. It's like, so just, yeah, like you, like Natalie said, lead with pure intentions and be there for the right reasons and everything will fall into place. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't, I was definitely not on the same boat as you, I mean, I I got a messier storyline. Um, well, you had a yeah, you had a really messy storyline. <laughs> that was a hard one. Uh, and um, I'm not gonna say I was authentic 24 seven. Like I've been honest, I went on the show mm-hmm. not thinking like I was actually gonna get engaged, but I was like, this kind of cool experience. Like, let's just see where it goes. And so, but I think like going through it, I was like, look, my relationship with my fiance was not fake. Like I thought I was going to get married and then it, I, you know, and then things happened at the end that made me say no at the altar. But, um, but Natalie, you did lead, but I feel like you did lead with authenticity there because your intentions were to continue a relationship and like be really in it. Like I truly remember talking to you and you were like in love. I guess what I'm saying though, is like, you know, um, Yeah, I think if you do the show, not you just you can't you can't plan to do the show. You just have to kind of take in every experience, but also try to like hold on to your values during filming. And I think you will be okay. Mm -hmm. And to anyone who doesn't get a good edit on a reality TV show like Love is Blind, you know, also it's tough. I bet like, look, like the judgment the comments, the DMs, they're tough, especially when they're negative. But mm-hmm. um, I think that if you go through it as authentically as you can, which I'm sure you guys are like buzzword of the fucking day, like stop saying it, but really like not going in using people and not doing things you wouldn't do in real life. And, but also like knowing that what you say and do will be on screen and kind of also like protecting yourself, like, you'll be okay. Like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't do anything so dumb on TV that I'm like, I like, I regret it. And, you know, like I have so much anxiety and regret over that. Like, I know I'm not in that position. Yeah. And, and I think like also to the cast members who are in that position, I, I think the one good thing about it is that on like social media is such a double-edged sword and sometimes it can really like be painful but at the same time you can also have the opportunity to kind of show up as yourself and control that version of you on social media and you know the right people will come to you I feel like and really help put your authentic self out there oh authentic again every time we say authentic someone should take a shot honestly literally (laughs) and then I'd be like blacked out on this podcast episode yeah 
I truly loved this episode because I think it's just so fun to like look at our experience and see how far we've come. And also to think about it like retrospectively, I think it's kind of therapeutic. But to our listeners, if you guys have any questions or comments about this episode, reach out to us at our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.